Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Today, we take a look at the topic, developing a savings culture. Do not save what is left after spending, but spend what is left after savings. So says Warren Buffett. Many Nigerians today live below the poverty line, not necessarily because they have low incomes or poor salaries, but perhaps they lack savings and investments culture. The Harmonized Nigeria Living Standard Survey reports that Nigeria spent about 25 billion naira daily on food items, and there is a high propensity to consume but low propensity to save. And this is quite alarming for a developing nation. High consumption would mean low savings, low investment, and low capital formation. And if this persists, the Nigerian population will be engulfed in poverty trap. It is therefore necessary to build among Nigerians savings and investment culture. Many of us think that we must earn a hefty income for us to have a saving culture. The truth is that there is never going to be enough money to save. The idea of saving when you earn, say, 30,000 naira may seem as absurd. However, we must start from somewhere. A healthy saving habit plays an important role in attaining financial freedom. A culture of savings helps you better control your money and secure your financial future. Let's learn together how to develop our savings culture with the founder, TOL Creation. She's a graduate of Abafemi Awolo University, where she studied management and accounting. And during her undergraduate studies, she acquired certificates in human resource management and business management from reputable organizations. She is also the founder of TOL Creation, which is an organization set up to empower, enlighten, and bring innovative ideas and concepts to life. Let's welcome I am Tolu Akemi. Hello, Tolu. Hi, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. How are you too? I'm doing well. Okay, so yeah, let's start yeah. from here. While I was talking with you earlier, I think two days ago, you told me you prefer I am Tolua Kemi. You don't want to give us your surname and all of that. So let's start. Let me put you on the spot. Why I am Tolua Kemi? It's just the name I love being called. It's the combination of my two names, Tolulope and Tolua Kemi. So I just, I got fed up of everybody, a lot of people are there's a lot of people So it's just the name I love to identify with. And since then, it's been something that I stopped with. Amazing. We love it. All right. The biggest problem is saving in Nigeria. Most people are barely surviving on their meager salary. And here we are asking them to save. As a matter of fact, someone listening right now will be thinking, what are you saying? How much am I earning? However, if we understand why we need to save, maybe that will spur our savings culture. So tell us, share a few reasons with us. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So thank you so much for this opportunity. Thanks for the opportunity. All right. If I'm going to explain why we need to I love to tell people because whenever I get clients that ask me questions like that, the first thing I start to talk to them about is you need to understand that saving is actually a good thing. That's the first thing I tell my clients. I tell them saving is a good thing. So when a good thing sounds so unrealistic, when a good thing sounds so difficult to you, then the first question you need to start asking yourself is, why? You need to know the reason why. So I start by telling people, why do you think 
Or why do you think you have issues with saving? Why do you think saving is not good? Why, why, why? And the main reason why I try to ask that is because there's a lot of subconscious conditioning. There's a lot of growing up that we, we went through that made us think of something as not so easy. So that's why I try to start from things like that. So the first thing I say is saving is a mindset. So you have to ask yourself, what kind of mindset do I have about saving? What kind of idea, what misconceptions do I have? So when you are able to sort all those things out, I start with that because it is the foundation of everything. Because if I tell you strategy one, strategy two, strategy three, those strategies are good. Because one thing we need to understand is that pets are good, but there's also the place of you having the resilience to go after it regardless of how you feel or how you might think about it. So when you say the first saving is a mindset, so what kind of mindset do you have? When you're able to figure that out, then I start telling you questions like, okay, that's when I can start proving to you that, okay, these are the benefits you can actually gain if you actually allow yourself to see. So one of the benefits is that it allows you to be able to live the life that you actually want to live. For example, a lot of people are so used to receiving money that they don't want to keep money. They are so used to receiving, receiving. Immediately something happens, they want to receive, they want to get money. But then I ask them a question, do you actually know how to keep money? Because when you're able to keep money, you're able to see opportunities around you. So the first benefit, the first reason why you should start saving is it allows you to actually see opportunities around you it allows you to be able to afford the kind of life you want to live. For example, you've been thinking of having an high food for, for like, let's say, a year, and then you've been thinking and thinking and thinking about it. Do you know if you actually put yourself through a saving process, you can actually actually and get that iPhone if you want them to get for yourself ready to Another reason why I say is that it increases your confidence level. I've learned that from people who actually put themselves through a saving process, it increases their confidence level. There's a way they see money better. They help them have a beautiful relationship with money. So if you want to have a beautiful relationship with money, if you want to have that life you so desire when it comes to finances, if you want to have that confidence, you just love the way some people talk about money, the way some people see money, savings actually put you in the path towards that. Wow, I love your point. Amazing. It's a mindset. It helps you see opportunities around you. I think this, if you, if no one sees any reason why you should save after all that Tulu has mentioned then, I don't know what else we have to say. <laughs> all right, Tulu, okay. let's talk about the difference between savings and investment because it's very easy for people to misconstrue the both of them. So how do we find that disparity between savings and investments? All right, I love that so much. The reason why is because I remember when I also started out, I started this journey, savings journey. I've been at this for more than four years, so I can I can say when I first started to, I used to feel like people would say things like they invested into this, they invested into this. I used to just have this idea about that. They just found the money and they just invested. But then along the way, I learned one simple trick, and that is what has actually been helping me. And the simple trick is this. If you cannot save, you cannot invest. If you are not the kind of person who is 
will see there's no how you can invest. Because I found out that people who actually say they invest, there are people who can actually say, okay, they have this amount of money and then they take it out to go and invest. So I just said that, let me define my own definition of savings and my own definition of investment. When you say you see, this is the way I see it. It is by you keeping money for a particular period of time. Savings actually has to do with keeping money. Why investing actually means to me, I think investing to me buying into something. Now, let me break it down so that you can understand. Let's not use too much <laughs> to us English. Okay, all right. So I say, when you say, let's say you have this particular amount of money, you are taking out, you are setting aside maybe a percentage, maybe an amount. You are setting aside that specific percentage or amount for a particular period of time. That is saving. When we now come to investment, investment actually is like, for example, when we talk about investment, investment is you actually taking money to go into something. You are buying into something. For example, you are saying you are buying mutual funds, you are buying stocks, you are buying shares. So for you to buy, you have to give. So in order for you to be able to give, you have to have something. So savings allows you to have what investment allows you to give, to buy into something. So that's the way I see it. When you say you see, that means you're setting aside a particular amount of your money. You have that money. You're not setting aside. You're making a decision to set aside a particular amount. When you say you are investing, you have money, right? But you're not setting it out right now. But you're actually taking that money and putting it into something for it to grow, for it to have like a profitable future. So for it to grow, for example, you can invest into real estate, mutual funds. Currently, you can invest into dollars, because that's what I'm actually into now. You can invest into dollars. So definitely, that's how I see it. Savings actually has to do with keeping. What investment has a lot to do with you actually Buying into something, putting mm. something out. Okay, tell you. So, does that mean for savings, it might not grow, you might not get interest on it, but for investment, it will grow. There will be return on your investments, right? Okay, um, this is the big thing that I love. I love this question. But when <laughs> okay. it comes to savings, that is the fear a lot of people have that if I say, it will not, it will just be me putting money, it will just be me putting money, there will not be any percent, there will not be any interest, there will not be anything. Now, this is where savings platforms important role. I want to advise or support you to save into a, a bank. Like, I'm not a supporter of that. Okay, so you know what? You know we're still going to talk about the platforms to save. So we will get to that. But first, let's talk about the practical steps to save because we understand that you don't need to have hundreds of thousands to start. So before we get to that platforms, let's first understand the steps that we need to take Then we talk about the platforms. All right. So um, for example, I want to talk about steps that you need to take to save. You know, I mentioned this earlier when I talked about mindset because a lot of us, at least a whole lot of us, have different relationships with money. We have different relationships with money. It has a lot to do with how we were brought up, how we were exposed to money, the kind of mindset we were taught to have growing up. So that is, the reason why I say that is to tell you that your relationship with money doesn't have to be the same thing with Mr. Um, B. So you have to have your own intentional, deliberate actions towards money. So this is where I say, when you want to talk of um, practical steps, 
by which you have to save. The first thing you need to know is how much are you earning? So you have to know that the amount you are earning is different from the amount B is earning. So you don't don't go beyond what you can afford. That's what I say. So you have to start with how much are you earning. Now when you start with that, you are sincere, you know what you are earning. Now you need to start taking stock of how you are spending. Now when it comes to this, I say this a lot. I say saving is a process, is a journey. And you have to be calm with yourself. You have to be patient with yourself. Don't overthink it. Don't go too much into it. Take it a step at a time. It all adds up along the way. So I say, okay, you need to start. For me, when I started, I had this small jot out that I bought. So I would always record every of my expenses. If I if I'm going out, if I'm going I started when I was an undergraduate, if I'm going for lectures, if I'm buying recharge cards, if I'm buying maybe I just need sweets. Yeah. It is it is because I wanted to have that relationship with money and right now it is paying off. So you need to start tracking your expenses no matter how you need to. You buy pure water, record it. So when you start taking record of things like that, you cannot start saying, okay, for this month, you can do like an overview. Okay, in this month, I spent this amount of money on station. I spent this amount of money on the charge card. This is the amount I spent to do this, to do that. You are able to plan. That is when budget comes into place. I know a lot of people, they tell you, start budgeting straight away. I tell people, if you have noticed or if you have not paid attention to your expensive track record, you won't be able to budget rightly. So when you've been able to put attention to your track record, you're able to say, okay, let me project well. So when you now sit down and start budgeting for the next month, when you do that, you're able to say, okay, if I can do this, if I can do this, if I can do this, I can be able to save money in this aspect. Maybe I need to cut down on my transportation. Maybe I need to now look for a way to get a friend that can be picking me up in the morning and it will just be me coming back. So you cannot start thinking of ways to now start readjusting your budget. So you cannot say, okay, if I can cut down, if I can get somebody to pick me every morning, that means I can cut down 7,000 euros plus of transport fare. So it's already allowing me to budget well. You cannot make wise Focus. Then we do that next. The next thing for you to now do is okay, this amount of money that I want to save, will I not a specific amount of money or will I not to save a specific amount of percentage, maybe like a percentage, or will I not to just say, okay, whatever comes from my way? I remember when I was an undergraduate and I did something, I said, okay, I'll be saving 500, I'll be spending 500 per day. So for every day that I don't get to spend the whole 500, I just save the remaining amount of work. So you have to know, you have to, because you have to start from where you are. That future you are looking at, you won't get there if you don't start from where you are. So you need to start from where you are. Start from that amount of money you are earning. Start budgeting. Start doubling um, your budget. Start looking for ways to cut down on your expenses so that your income can actually be saving. So when you are able to do that over time, and let's say over the time of three months, over the time of six months, you're able to say, okay, can I, let me start looking out. You know, during that journey, but start looking out for investment platforms, you can now start putting your money into. So, and that, doing that regularly, doing that interchangeably, you are now start getting a structured way around your money. 
So it gives you the confidence to say, okay, you can say, this is the amount of money I spend on a, on a daily basis. This is the amount of money I spend on a weekend. This is the amount of money I spend on my travel. So you get to have a better relationship with money that way. I hope that was it for Amazing. I don't even know what to say myself. So learning how much you spend, how much you earn, track your spending, do an overview of what you spend every day. It will help you plan your budget. Amazing. Amazing. We're going to talk about the platforms now. Let's assume we've taken all of these steps and the platforms that we're going to use to save because you mentioned that you don't want them to save in a bank. You don't want us to save in a bank, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so Tolu, you're going to tell us why don't you want us to save in e-bank and what platforms are there for us to save? Okay. The funny thing about it is I've actually tried it. I've tried it very, very well. When I was an undergraduate, that was what I was doing. You know, I was not interested in platforms because I felt like platforms can close up anytime. Platforms can do this. I was always giving myself a lot of excuses. Like, I was really, really good are giving excuses of why I cannot use platforms. But then I noticed something, or let me say I learned a very, very important key. And the important is that with or without your permission, money actually flows in and out of your hands. Either with your permission or without your permission, money will always flow. So the best thing you can do to yourself is to have an advantage, and the advantage is to have knowledge. That's one of the first things I tell people. The platform they are so afraid of, why not go out to seek knowledge about it? Go out, seek knowledge about it. If you need to pay somebody to teach you how to go about it, pay the person so that you can fast track um, your, your, your learning process. You can start on time. So that's the first thing I say to people. I say your, your misconceptions, your fears, everything you have, one of the best ways to overcome them is to get knowledge. Get knowledge in that area of application. Now, why don't I um, bank banks to save? For me, like I said, while I was an undergraduate, that was what I learned. And I noticed that at the end of the month, the percent they give me is also the, the amount of money they remove as card charges. <laughs> like, it was so funny. It was so funny to me. Because you can't tell me you are giving me interest on the amount of money I just saved. And then at the end of the day, few days after, you are telling me that card charges for the month. You are telling me transfer charges for the month. And then I looked at it. It was not correlating. I was not, it was like I was making a law. And it is not the bank's fault. That's the issue. It's not the bank's fault. You know, it is that, let's say, you are the kind of person that is saving a millionaire. You are doing a million. You won't feel it. But as a day, I was a student. I was getting as a allowance, as allowance from home. So I needed another option that could give me a better um for me then actually the reason was because I needed to boost my confidence. I just let myself esteem to boost when it comes to finances. I was so tired of always complaining I don't have money, I don't have money. And I needed to do it. So I remember a friend of mine thing, uh she used to recommend piggy vest a lot to me. You know, she would recommend piggy vest. She would recommend different applications. There are different platforms that you can leverage on. She would recommend it, but still, I would not make use of it. I did a rough research recently. I did a very, very small research recently. And I found out that people actually have these applications on their phone, but they don't use it. 
I'm telling you, a lot of people, they've heard somebody say something about a platform before, and they downloaded it. But they just didn't use it. And I asked them, why are you not using it? They said, well, how can I start? How do I get started? How do I even start with it? And I'm like, get knowledge, bro. Stop saying you just have this get knowledge. So that's the first thing I say. When that happened to me, when I found out that was happening to me, that the interest I was getting was what I was using to pay half studies. Immediately I said, okay, I need to go get knowledge. And that was what I did, you know. I went through series, series. I was always going out knowledge, I would check out this, check out that, check out this, check out that. I made mistakes while I was getting knowledge because I didn't go to a coach, but I've learned from that and I was able to now find somebody who could actually pull me through. I paid the person and the person pulled me through. And then gradually I started, you know, so this, now I want to say, though I've mentioned this already, stop getting afraid of this person. Stop getting afraid of this plan because whether you like it or not, your money does not take permission from you as it goes and as it comes, except if you are intentional about it. So, um, was I not afraid that what if the application crash or what if the application number be certain say they cannot leave money again? Was I not afraid? Yeah, I was a bit. But then um, the fear of the unknown is, I don't know, there was, there's, there's a particular caption um, quote about it. So the fear of the unknown is the beginning of wisdom. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I told myself, I said, is it not just better for me to at least put it into this application? Then I started checking, I researched about the particular application, Kigivet. I hope you don't mind me mentioning them. No, it's fine. I researched I researched about them, and then I thought that, okay, they've actually been in this business for a long time. I think currently they're in their fifth year. I said, okay, they've been in the business for a long time. Okay, let me try. So that was what I did. I tried last year. I started bit by bit. I would just 1,000 naira. I would just say 500 naira. I was just doing that a bit by bit. And I found out that in December, you know, for example, I said, if you allow yourself to, it allow you to be able to live the life you actually want. In December, I took the whole December out and I was traveling all around. As a result of saving over the year 2020, going everywhere, I went to Lagos, I went to a beach. You know, I was just taking myself out. I felt relaxed. So I made a decision that, okay, this year, I'm actually going to do more and be more. So that led me to actually say, okay, let me find out more about this application, you know. As time goes on, that's my desire to know more. Get me into an instruction that I started saving in dollars, I started doing well. So for me, I would say these applications are here to actually help us. That is the truth. They are here to help us. You know, there's something that we used to say in business. We say, your business should be solving problems. These applications are here to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. And the problem is to help you be more confident in your money, to help you manage your money well, to help you know how well your money is doing. Do you understand? So that is what I want to say. I want to, I want to just put it out there that these platforms, they are solving a problem. Now, it is you as an individual, it is your responsibility to actually learn to actually seek out knowledge, to actually get knowledge, to actually get to know these applications 
so that it can work for you. Mm. I hope that was, I hope, I hope that was valid. Amazing, Tolu. You need to add to everything you said. These applications are actually technology innovations. That's yeah. where tech comes yes. to play. Piggy Vest, Kari Wise, a lot of other applications where you can save up your money and even get interest in them. That's what tech yes. has done for us. And we're so grateful for that. All right, let's take a breather. All right. When we return, we will now wrap up the conversation and talk about Nigeria and our saving culture as Nigerians and how okay. ours that even the nation is still in debt. We're here paying debts up and down. <laughs> now, Tolu, Nigeria has been attributed to have poor savings culture. As a nation, we are constantly in debt. Let's talk about developing a saving culture as a nation. When it comes to as a nation, the first thing is I'm just like, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, definitely, we can definitely get there. Mm. We can definitely get there. All right, so for me, when it comes to as a nation, the first thing I would say is that um, we're actually very, very blessed with awesome, brilliant people. And I feel like that is where we need to start from. To start from actually understanding that we ourselves, that we are valuable and that there are actually valid people around us. So I feel like that is one of the things that we are actually um, not paying attention to. We are not paying attention to the people we have. And I think that is where we need to start from because people are by far the highest and the biggest currency of the world. And I feel like when we start understanding what we have, we can start knowing how to position ourselves. So where I'm going to is that I would love for us as a nation, we should start picking out people who are actually vast, that they have enough understanding. You know, we can start highlighting the things that cost us to be in this situation we are in, and we will not move on. But we need to start actually paying attention to actually see the things that we have the good things that we have. So we have people who are experienced, who are wise, who actually have enough knowledge about these things. You know, there's something I say, I think, I think we still have that knowledge bridge when it comes to that aspect of saving as a nation. We have that knowledge bridge. So we need to bring in people who are actually well knowledgeable in it. And then we need to actually put these people in a room and let them brainstorm. Not just brainstorm figures or brainstorm anything, but let them brainstorm, brainstorm a future that is attainable to us. And let them bring it to us. And let them, when they bring it to us, let us as a country also be open to actually allow these people to help us grow and to go out of um, this mindset, these limitations that we have as a nation. Because I believe strongly that if um, the government can actually allow this to happen. We can actually start seeing good results and good solutions to things because the way things are going, it is really, really, really alarming. And right now, it is looking like there are two types of people in the market. There's the rich and there's the poor. And it is not really, really good. Um, it's not really, really good for us. So I feel like that is what we need to start paying attention to because Sincerely, I know it that we are very, very valuable. We have valuable people, people who have well knowledge and are very, very fast about these things as a nation. You know, they can do financial policy for us. They can do this. I believe so much in, in Nigeria. And I know we are rising. But one of the beautiful things that I can say that is really, really helping us is, for example, the federal government, the CBN, you know, approving this technology platform that is really helping individuals because at the end of the day 
it all starts from individuals, then it becomes a big thing. So if we, as a person, can start taking wise financial decisions, I'm very sure it will start reflecting in the whole nation as a whole. So the first thing I, I recommend is for us to look inward. Let's look inward. There are valid people around us. Let's, these people that are actually, in, a lot of people actually invest in, in themselves, you know. So they've invested in themselves. Let us take them off. Let us, let us put them into a zone. Let them brainstorm, not just in figures, but actually brainstorm a vision that is attainable for us. And let us work towards it. Let us start it gradually and let us work towards it. Let the government not actually make less us. And the youth are actually, I feel like they actually have things we need. So I feel like the government, instead of them trying to put us down, they need to keep celebrating a few of us that actually doing those, actually can do. You know, I remember this last, very few but I remember this last riot that happened um, last year between October. And these youth were able to come out with financial papers. They were able to show us the way money was spent. They were able to show us what they did, the few money that was left. They were able to tell us what they used. So things like that. We actually need people who actually believe in us and who are actually ready to do the work. So I feel like that is what we need to do. We need to look inward. And um, and also, the second part of it is we as individuals, I believe so much in um, diffusion, we as individuals, when we start from the smaller conversation, which will actually you know, launch us into the big conversation and it can actually make us do well as a nation. Mm, amazing points right there. And we just hope that all of this will be put into implementation soon enough. So from everything you've said, Tolu, living on the edge financially is a death trap. Like, listeners need to remember that you do not need to feel like you cannot afford to save. As Tolu has said, let your mindset change about that. Start now with the can little I, you have. Okay, Tolu, yes. If you don't mind, can I say something? Yes, please. please let yes. me, I, just, I just want to say this real quick, you know, I remember when I started this, I really didn't, it's not like I had one big job that I was doing, you know, I was working for myself and stuff. And I remember one of the things I told myself this year is, I'm not going to cut the things that I cannot do. I'm just only going to major on the things that I have right now. I remember saying to myself that for the whole of this year, every day, I will at least save a hundred naira. Yeah. I said that to myself, and it, it sounded so funny. It sounded so, you know, a lot of, I remember sharing this goal with a particular person, and the person felt like, the person just did multiplication, 365 days times 100 naira. And the person started, you know, telling me, Are you telling me you're going to take just like 6,500 for the whole year? Do you think, do you think, do you think, do you think? You know, the person started voicing out all of the, um, how do I like, now, all of the negativity, so, yes, all the negative things about it. But I decided to get stuck with that goal. And as I started in January, I started going up, you know, the same way that said 100 naira moved to 150. Because I thought saving is a process, it's a journey. I started with one, I started to 150, 200, 300, 400. And I became somebody that was doing 1,000 naira per day, 1,500 per day. And I've not been you know, I looked at my, my because today is um, August 2nd, and I looked at my PD platform, and I looked at it, and I remember telling myself that, how did I, how did I do this figure? You know, you know, when you're already doing 
35,500 in three places, in five places. And it's not even the end of the year already. Just that. So I just wanted to encourage somebody out there. Start from that little you have. I remember when I was an undergraduate, I was only saving 1,000 euro per month. But I didn't give up. Three things they add up at the end of the day. So that is the thing you need to do for yourself. You need to actually allow yourself to grow a better relationship intentionally with money. Because if you don't do it like that, you will never actually get that thing that you actually desire, that future you've been wanting to live in, you will be able to get it. Such an amazing conversation with you, Tolu. We've learned so much, I can say. And anyone listening after this should be able to develop that savings culture because if you cannot, then I don't know how else we can help you. <laughs> it's just an amazing conversation with you. I've been speaking with the founder of TOL Creation. It's an organization set up to empower, enlighten, and to bring innovative ideas and concepts to life. She's a graduate of management and accounting, and you can tell from her words and how she speaks. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. I am Tolu. Thank you so much. All right, then, whatever it is you do, please always ensure that you save. It's very important because if you don't save, money might not stay in your hands. So for money to stay with you, you need to save. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.